0141-951-1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard Neil Lennon is defending his Celtic records Against a new breed of fan who take the club's success for granted Birmingham confirmed Greg Stewart is leaving So is he on his way to Rangers? And Stevie Clark is banned by the Scottish FA Will they also be hiring him as the Scotland manager? I'm Gordon Duncan Joining me tonight, Gordon DL and Mark Wilson Well there's no such thing as a meaningless weekend this season Gordon for us this weekend the playoffs in the lower divisions will be sorted out. We'll have an idea who's playing in what division. We've got Rangers going for a seventh win in a row, and I think that's a big deal. You know how strongly they've finished the season. That'll be a big boost for Steven Gerrard. Trophy day at Celtic Park, a chance for Celtic to lift the, the trophy, but put on a performance that'll give fans some encouragement ahead of the cup final next week. But the big one, the relegation playoff place, up for grabs, one point between St Mirren and Hamilton. Who will come out on top in that one? So an exciting weekend ahead. Yeah, it's going to be a very nervous afternoon on Saturday for Hamilton and St Mirren fans. St Mirren giving themselves a great chance, Gordon, with that result the other night there, Monday night, against Hamilton, putting a bit of pressure on um, you know, Hamilton against St Johnston. And then obviously there's a battle uh, at the weekend and Sunday for who will get third place, Aberdeen or Kilmarnock. So a lot to play for. 0141-951-1025 The sun is shining You've got super scoreboard on um, And just for the benefit of radio Gordon Deal Would you like to describe to the listeners The colour of Mark Wilson's <laughs> face? Well he's called Mushroom And tonight he's Lobster Mushroom uh, He had Factor 50 A skip hat uh, <laughs> We had an umbrella over him And I've never <laughs> I've never seen <laughs> anybody I don't know how it's possible <laughs> I mean, people think I, I don't never put seen anything on. like this. I put Factor 50 on this Gen- morning. Genuinely. Genuine Factor 50. I wore a hat. And somehow the sun's penetrated all of that straight through to the skin. I'm in agony as we speak. Got a bit of sunstroke, I think. No, you should see the state of him. We went, we went for a cup of tea before the programme and I was looking at him and I started... You know, laughing out loud. Your tea get cold, so you held it up to his yeah, face and he heated up. <laughs> he says, Don't worry, by Saturday I'll be brown. <laughs> I said, By Saturday you'll be fully blisters. <laughs> Honestly, what a state. But anyway, luckily it's radio, Face 4 radio and all that. And we want to hear from you. So 0141 951 1025. Twitter is at Clyde SSB. Now, one of the great debates at the moment is Is Neil Lennon the right man for the job? Whether you think yes or whether you think no. I still think you'll be interested in these comments one way or the other because he's defending his record at Celtic after saying there is increasing negativity surrounding the club. He says his credentials are being overlooked and there's no evidence to suggest that he can't take the job on. There's always a knee-jerk reaction. Certainly in, in present-day football, there's a sort of furore after one game, you know, whether it be social media or whether it be phone-ins, blah, blah, blah. I mean, there's so much more analysis and, and reaction you know, you just have to keep a, a, a lid on it and keep calm. They've won two trophies out of two and they've got a possibility of winning the third one for the third year in a row. I mean, what more can the players do? Really sit back and think about it and all these people here are criticising, whether it be me or the board or the players, to take a step back and go, you know what, this is pretty special. Pretty special. Does that negativity possibly hinder your chances of getting the job on a longer-term basis? Might do, but I have no reason... There's no evidence to suggest I can't take the job on. 
I've been here since 2000, and in that time, Celtic have won 14 league titles, and I've played a part in 10 of them. So I think I know how to win titles here. I think that gets overlooked. If we win the cup, that'll be my seventh cup. And any time we lost the league that I've been involved in, it was on the last day of the season. As a player, coach and manager. Any time I've won the league, as a player, coach and manager, we've squished it. There is no evidence to suggest Neil Lennon can't take that job on. That's what he says. So do you agree or disagree? 0141 951 1025. And what about this? He says there's a new breed of Celtic fans who are taking the club's success for granted. He says many of them only remember the recent successes and have got unrealistic expectations. I think there's like, um, you know, a new breed of supporters, whether it be here or elsewhere, that since 2000, so that's what, 19, 20 years ago, the only thing they've really seen as success you know they don't remember the 90s which the older generation probably do and you can't I certainly can't take it for granted they might but that, that comes from an immaturity from their point of view my contract here expires at the end of May and then after the cup final you know I'll sit down with whoever and that's always been the case do the job to the cup final and then take it from there and nothing has changed despite all the speculation whether I'm getting the job, whether I'm not getting the job, whether it's Rafa Benitez or Jose Mourinho or Slavin Bilic or whoever. You know, I've got daily contact with Peter, weekly contact with Dermot. And they, like I've said time and time again, they're, they know me, I know them, I know the way they work. So I'm very comfortable with that. So whatever side of the fence you're on, some big statements from Neil Lennon. There's no evidence to suggest he can't take the job on. And he says a new breed of Celtic fans are taking the success for granted and have got unrealistic expectations. Do you agree or do you disagree? Let us hear from you. 0141 951 Twitter is at Clyde SSB. Yeah, listen, I couldn't agree more with him, Gordon. I've been saying for weeks on the show about Neil Lennon and his credentials about being Celtic manager. Um, I've highlighted many times that Neil was... Hugely successful before In terms of winning leagues um, He won some cups in there He also exited cups Where people thought he should have Got over the line And and brought trophies home Got to the last 16 of the Champions League I think so, that's a huge achievement as well A huge achievement that Brendan Rodgers couldn't achieve And that's why I kept going back to it I was, I was baffled why the Celtic fans Were so against him A manager who has already delivered this And as a player, mm. like he, he highlights there, was so successful as well. So he said, he said both. He said the playing career success and the managerial career success. But people are still against him. So I couldn't agree more with him in in terms of that, and with the fans as well. I think he's, I think he hits the nail on the head there. Um, I, I mean, I think there is an expectation from the fans and the, the younger group because they have seen Celtic being so successful over this eight year period. That's not to say that they don't have a right to complain when there's a bad result, you know, against Rangers on Sunday or a bad a bad performance. Every right to complain, like every other fan. But in the bigger picture, when it's about winning leagues and getting over the line, like Neil's done, I totally agree with him. I think there's a there's a spoiled element there, and a, and there's a group that wants this blockbuster name like Brendan Rodgers, for the sake of having a blockbuster name instead of having a good, solid coach. I think Neil Lennon is a good, solid coach who does play attractive football when he has his own team, his own signings. And the Celtic squad just now is going to go through a big change in the next month or two. And if Neil's given the, the right backing 
I'm sure he can get that right. So I've got to say I agree with most points Neil makes there. Um, can he do the Celtic job next season? I've no doubt whatsoever Neil Lennon's got the capability of doing that. Will he do it? Will he get the opportunity? That's uh, just for another day, Gordon. He said no, it's, other... for, it's for today. Right, okay. He said, that, well, it's for the after the cup final when he sits down with the board and they decide what direction they want to go. He says they're a new breed of supporters. I do agree with him. They are because... You look at someone like, um, you know, forget what Neil Lennon's done with Celtic. Look at someone like Jose Mourinho. People are now saying he's old-fashioned, he's a dinosaur, and yet he's got one of the best CVs ever for any other coach in the world. He can back up against everybody. So, yes, there's a new breed of supporters. People's expectations go differently now. Um, I mean, people... but. Younger people come along I don't really know how you No, how you no, get listen that. I'm not knocking it It's just the way What I'm trying to put out there Is just the way that football is nowadays It's a modern game You look for instance Right Which absolutely baffled me Celtic turned up at Ibrox On Sunday And Rangers Were miles ahead of them on the day Rangers have finished the season great they're getting all the praise in the world because of that And they deserve it They've improved and everything like that They've won nothing They've finished second Celtic are going for back-to-back trebles And their people tearing them apart It's incredible That's the modern. That's what Neil Lennon's trying to say about the new breed of supporter mm. 01419511025 Frank is in Kilmarnock What do you make of those comments, Frank? Um. I'm not surprised that Neil said that given reading his bo- body language and the way the pre- uh, post, sorry, pre-match pre- uh, conferences have been the last two weeks, Neil looks pretty uptight. He looks, I wouldn't say an angry man, but if you know what I mean, he doesn't look contented and sitting in the job in the last couple of weeks. And I don't know if it's the pressure that is coming from, he's going for the treble treble. Now, Neil is a Celtic legend and we'll always um, thank him for that. Um, where I disagree with Neil um, in terms of his credentials for moving into next season and beyond, I think that in the 14 matches since he's took over from Brendan, the performances have took a dramatic dip backwards almost to the level where they were at the start of the season and as we know Celtic had their worst start of the season in the past 15 years, actually where I kind of, and I think this is where the Celtic supporters split Post-winter break, Celtic looked really good, really fresh. The lone players had made a big difference and we'd won nine or ten games in the trot. Since Neil's come in, the performances have been patchy. and I'm sure Gordon Dale says that most weeks and I'm sure Mark says it. We've had two or three decent performances under Neil, but in each of those games, things have went in Celtic's favour, i.e. red cards and things like that. They took the 3-0 game up at Petaudry. Aberdeen could have been 2 0 up by that time. And I just feel as if there's something missing there. It's as if, whether it's the fact they're not Neil's players, but he knows a number of them. Just things don't seem right. And I think for nine and ten in a row, Celtic do need somebody fresh. This is where the the debate gets interesting, Gordon, because Frank has every right to, to, to analyse in, in great detail the performances and say where he thinks they're going. If you're Neil Lennon though You can understand him taking a step back and saying Well the fact that we could have been 2-0 down to Aberdeen Doesn't really 
come into the big picture? Do you see that? You see where there's obviously a difference there, depending which way you want to look at it. Yeah, uh, and you can go back to many games that Brendan Rodgers have been in charge, and it's been sloppy, and they've still won. But I think Frank makes a point before Brendan Rodgers left and after the Rangers game the 29th of December, they come back from the January winter break. They look very good, strong. They're, they, you know, they looked uh, like they were not going to lose a game, especially at Celtic Park. Nobody was going to trouble them. The performances have been below par for Celtic supporters, but you can also understand, Gordon, they're going for another treble. They're got to be nerves sometimes kick in. Frank's right. I was at the Aberdeen game. Aberdeen won control of the game and then Celtic scored and you've seen a different Celtic side. Um, they aren't playing with the same fluency as what Celtic fans expect. And that's why, and Mark's saying there about why is people on it? Neil, that's the reason why. Mm. And Neil Lennon actually knows but that. But you've got to remember though that they're not playing the same fluency because guys like McGregor have played 65 games. This Neil got the Neil came into the job at a time where it's about getting over the line. I mean, when you look at any championship race, any team, the toughest time is probably your start of March to to me. That's your toughest time because players have played so many European games. They've played so many domestic games, so you're not picking up a, a team who are Mark, fresh. He went, the from, he went from eight points to thirteen ahead. Yeah, he's now six. Yeah, right now you can. I, I can back you up with the amount of games that guys like McGregor and all that. But you know the way players are well looked after now, and when you're going for that another treble, I don't think you can use that as an excuse, Frank. Yeah. Um. Totally with Gordon there, and I think it has been a long season. A number of these guys, Forrest, McGregor, um, Bruni himself, coming back for injury and stuff, these guys will be knackered, but you're right, we're going for a treble trend, treble, it's unprecedented. These guys are 90 minutes away from being history makers um, forever in Scottish football. Um, but as I say, as I get back to my point, my dream is somebody like Rafa Benitez, but I think that's pie in the sky. Um, I think more realistically, if it's not going to be Neil, and if it is Neil, look, we'll get behind him, we'll support him. He's a Celtic icon, Celtic legend. We just need to, um, in my eyes, bring in somebody fresh. I could maybe see David Moyes coming in. Um, I think that seems to be the one. He's not in job, and he's been hanging about up in Scotland for a wee while. A lot of people thought he was going for a Scotland job, but it now looks like it's going to be Steve Clark. So, um, but whatever way it goes, we get behind Neil. We get behind the boys, and um, we go for the. Hopefully the ten in a row on the treble treble. All right, thank you to Frank and Kilmarnock. Uh David and Johnson, do you agree or disagree with what Frank had to say? Uh, I disagree mostly. Can you hear me okay guys? Yeah, I'm just driving back to work on the country. Um yeah, I mean I agree with Mark Wilson. I mean, Neil's done a fantastic job considering the position that he was he was put in when, when, when Rogers left. What's what's getting forgotten about here is that, you know, Frank's going on about the, the, the post split. The first half of the season, I remember um, I was through in Edinburgh uh, for Hibs away. Celtic were dreadful the first half of the season under Brendan Rodgers. We had dropped 18 points away from home. I think we'd won something like three matches away from home, maybe even less than that, maybe have been two in the first half of the season. We were not playing well at all. And everybody's got this, you know, Brendan Rodgers, £2.5 million a year. We need somebody like him. First, the first season he was fantastic the second season there was a big dip although we did go on to win the treble but there was a big dip Rangers hadn't got their act together either um, under Coutinho and then this, the first half of this season we were so poor 
I mean, one of my one of my friends in the uh, the football WhatsApp group that everybody seems to have. You know, rightly so, he said, Rangers actually missed a huge open goal this season by no winning the league, because that first half of the season we were just not at it. Niels came in, steadied the ship, won all the big games. That game on Sunday, as I said to um, the, your, your producer there, that game on Sunday in isolation, we didn't turn up. There's been loads of old-firm games towards the end of seasons that have been like that. The bottom line is, Rangers fans would love to be in Celtic's position this Sunday when we know we're going to the Scott Brown. Scott Brown's going to be lifting that trophy off. Neil's done a great job, and for me, if he wins the treble, if he wins, if he gets over the line against Hearts, he gets the job. Let me pick Mark Wilson up on something he said because earlier on, Neil Lennon said there's no evidence to suggest he can't take the job on. Mm-hmm. And you you backed that up Now the stat he gave Was actually pretty impressive I didn't know that Off the top of my head 14 league titles This century He's been part of 10 of them yeah. As player, manager Or interim manager But y- you then went on To talk about Disappointments in the cup In his first spell round Ross County mm-hmm. Morton Come on yeah. I- I- is, is that Not evidence to, That goes against him That goes against him But I, I said a few weeks ago On the show as well Celtic are going to lose A cup game it doesn't matter who the manager is They could go out and get Rafa Benitez on 70 grand a week They are going to lose a cup game sooner or later Neil was at the helm where you lose cup games That's why this Celtic team is so impressive Gordon To go through so many cup competitions And not lose a game over the span of three years Is incredible I've never seen it done before So it will happen But that shouldn't go against him That He's not willing or, or capable of doing the job and, and taking them forward. The big thing for Celtic is nine and ten in a row in the league. The league is a big business. So Celtic aren't going to continue getting trebles for, for the rest of that period. And I think the majority of Celtic fans realistically would accept that. They understand that. It's a league business. And I think Neil Lennon, over the space or the term of a league season, can get the job done. Okay, we'll leave that there for the meantime. Thank you, David and Johnston. It's 0141951 I'm sure we'll get back to that as the night progresses. But we're going to hear from a former Rangers player who believes Greg Stewart could make a big difference for the club next season. Now, Birmingham have confirmed he will be leaving them. So is he on his way to Rangers? Rangers fans, is that one you want? Yes or no? 01419511025. And we'll hear from Scott in Puzzle Park after the travel with Amber. Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors. Get the result you deserve. Talk to Thompson's.com. Gordon DL and Mark Wilson are here. Give us a call or send us a tweet at Clyde SSB. We kicked off hearing from Neil Lennon, a strong defence of his managerial credentials. And I must say, on Twitter, most of the reaction is about Mark Wilson's sunburn. He's outdone himself today. You want to see the nick of him. That's good in a football um, show. The pen is tweeting in, surely the mushroom is now the beetroot. Uh, Jim McGlaughlin. <laughs> no more nicknames. No more nicknames, please. Jim Gilmore thinks that Mark has been duking for chips. And Jim McLaughlin says, Could Mark Wilson give us a quick chorus of here we glow, here we glow, here we glow? I think we'll leave that one there. Uh, speaking of Twitter, though, if you head over to our Twitter feed right now, mm. at Clyde SSB, here is the moment I certainly have been waiting for all week. Do you remember this time last week, Mark yes, Wilson, yes. when we revealed to Gordon DL that he was doing the skydive the following day? Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a, squeaky bum time doesn't quite cover it. I thought his world was ending. Uh, but he went ahead, he did it. We were very proud of him. And the video is now on our Twitter yes. feed at Clyde SSB. So head over Brilliant. there right now if you want to see it. Let's get back to the football, though. Uh, let's take Scott first. Scott's a Rangers fan in Postle Park. Hi, Scott. Hi guys, thanks for taking my call 
Um, what the point was, I was listening to the start of the programme there, and Noel Lennon was saying how many trophies he's won in so many seasons and whatnot, right? But see, if you were just listening to that as an outsider, you would go, how can they not give him the job? But see, most of the trophies he won as the manager, I can guarantee you it's been when Rangers have been out of the league. And I get that you've got to win so many games over so many months, but Celtic would be expected to win all the trophies compared to the budget they've got, to like your Aberdeens and your Kilmarnocks and that, do you know what I mean? And I'm not saying Rangers are going to pure canter the league in next season, but I really do think Gerard building something special, so... That was just my point I mean that that's an unavoidable fact right About what, what Neil Lennon was up against So whether you, you But you couldn't hold that against him though Could you? Of course not I, I get that if, if people want to, to examine that time no. Fine but you, you Like you're saying Neil Lennon Isn't a good enough coach Because of Rangers feelings Financial feelings No you can't say that When Neil, Neil won his first league Rangers were I think I don't know, I could be wrong here Maybe something like 15 points ahead In September, October And Neil was 45 minutes From getting a sack at Kilmarnock Yeah And he managed to turn it round And he managed to call Rangers back Up until the New Year game And then change things So, you know, Rangers were still firing all cylinders then And they go over the line yeah, no, I'm not saying he's a bad manager, but see, just listen to the, the statistics. Neil Lennon said, if you're an outsider, you'd be like, how can you like, not give him the job? But And as I said, I understand you've still got to beat who, who's the, the teams in front of you, but you would really expect them to win the Ori trophies, do you know what I mean? And because you and all that, the Rangers have been rotten. As I said, I'm not saying Gerard's going to blow everybody away in it, but he's a really, I think he really knows his football boy, and I think he's really building something special for next season, so looking forward to it. Well, I'll tell you what, on that topic, Scott, hang on the line and we'll get your thoughts on this, because Birmingham have confirmed that Greg Stewart will be leaving the club. There's been a lot of speculation that he's on his way to Ibrook, so I want to get your thoughts on that, Rangers fans. Chris Boyd believes his former teammate Greg Stewart could make a big difference for Rangers next season. He explains how Stevie Clark got the best out of him, and Boyd says he's got the ability to succeed at Ibrox. Greg Stewart um, proved that Kamal, I mean, I know it's not really worked out from Aberdeen, but I think he proved that Kamal at the start of the season that he's a fantastic football player. He's something different. Um, you know, I think that that's why I think our manager got the best out of him. Um, he just let him go and play and roam about, um, you know, pick up balls and, and wee holes and commit defenders that allow Damon Brothy and people like Jordan Jones, uh, Chris Butt to make their runs because, you know, he could see them. He, he, is, he is that, um, you know, he's, he's not blessed with blistering uh, pace but his touch his, uh, his movement is so so clever um, you know, and, and I think he would be a good addition um, you know he's, he's, he has been I know Scott Arfield has recently um, performed in that 10 um, role and, and got beyond Jermaine Defoe but I think Greg Stewart is someone who yeah he, he could make a big difference for Rangers next year in terms of the ability he's got um, but you know, it's a, it's a big, big uh, move and it's there's a pressure to play with Rangers and you know, you'll need to cope with that um, once it comes around. Scott, granted we are getting a bit of ahead of ourselves. We're not saying it's happening right now, but there's been a lot of interest and Greg Stewart will be leaving Birmingham. Is that one that would, would do it for you ahead of next season? To be honest, guys, I'd be lying if I said, oh, this and that. I don't really know too much about the boy, but what I will say is the difference with Gerard, Cassini and Warburton. Look at the signings that Gerard's made, like your Kamara's, Jordan Jones and the youngsters. Do you know what I mean? These are good... Just on the few games I've seen Kamara, what a player the boy looks and I've seen Jordan Jones unfortunately scored the winner against it for mm. Kamara last thing you remember. 
So I'm, I'm really, I think most Rangers fans are really excited about next season as well. I know people say, oh, I've heard it before, next season, next season. But we didn't have somebody with this calibre of football and knowledge, I don't think. All right, well, I mean, Scott mentions Jordan Jones. If you were comparing Greg Stewart at Kilmarnock to Jordan Jones at Kilmarnock, mm. I mean, Greg Stewart certainly had as good a contribution, maybe better in some people's eyes. This yeah, I, I think it was the best uh, time of his career, Gordon. Uh, Jordan Jones, obviously, going to Rangers as well. If you ask me, does Greg Stewart, would that excite me if I was a Rangers supporter? No disrespect to him, no, wouldn't, because I think he'll be a squad player. Uh, but it's up to him to get, you know, well, to be fair, I thought Kamara, when he was down there from Dundee, 50 grand, great bit of business. You thought he would be a squad, squad yeah, player as yes well? Yes, I did. So and, and, and he's number one in, in the midfield now. But if you look at Greg Stewart, and I'm looking at the Rangers team just now, especially in those areas... Where would they, who would they get in front of? Arfield has been terrific. I don't think he'll get in front of him. So I think he'll be a squad player. And when he gets the opportunity, it's up to him to mm. go in there and show and keep that jersey. But I don't think he's a signing, shall I say, that would get you to go, Rangers will really win the league I'd now. I'd be concerned at the fact uh, how he's been when he's went to a bigger club. I know Aberdeen Kilmarnock fighting for third place, but Aberdeen, bigger club, bigger fan base, Probably more expectation And He failed There I would say I would say He failed He went back And I don't think he's He's done Himself any favours either Kilmarnock Brilliant He was the main man People relied on him And I think he thrived In that role But Aberdeen You're You've got good players Playing round about you And I think he struggled To fit into that System Now if it goes to Rangers That's another step up You're playing with better players And sometimes that helps you Uh you know, uh, brings you on as a player, but sometimes strikers and forward players like to be known as the main man. They're the guys to rely on, and I think there's other guys in the Rangers team that can win games, and I think that's how he suffered at Aberdeen. What about the the, the, the Glenn Kamara comparison? In that mm. he is presumably benefiting from having the, those players round about yeah. him with the same. No, listen. I think Glenn Kamara I, I, again. I don't think he was the main man at Dundee. That everything depended on him. I think Greg Stewart. Along with Jordan Jones I think he was the main man there But I think Glenn Kamara Was a very good footballer You could see that at Dundee But with better players Added round about him Different types of players He can get the ball and pass Like he did for the goal Greg Stewart is a guy who Tends to make things happen And I just think he's Perhaps been a wee bit Overshadowed at Aberdeen With, with guys like Mackay Stephen McGinn through the years you know, Cosgrove banging in the goals. He's not. He's not required to be the the top goal scorer now, where he was at Kilmarnock. And I think that will be the case at Rangers. So thing, not for me, for Rangers. The only thing I will say about Greg Stewart, to be fair to him, was when I watched him uh, in the last game with Aberdeen against Celtic, he played off the right hand side, which did not really. He he didn't look very comfortable there. Well, for me. Was, that was where he did his best work well, when he cuts onto that well, left foot. The, yeah, but they're talking about playing in where Arfield is playing just now. Playing off as Boyd said there, who's played with him, you know, try to play as that number ten. Now whether he can get in and do that job, but just now, I wouldn't see him taking over from Arfield. But he may be a very very good squad player. Going back to Kamara, I think the reason Rangers are doing so well is they get brought in and they decided to find a place and they found a formation, Gordon. And the formation looks really strong. It looks um, very very balanced. And I think Kamara has been a terrific signing, but I just don't. I don't know if the Rangers mm. fans will be excited with Greg Stewart. Well, Craig's in Cumbernauld. Let's see if he is. Hi, Craig. Hi, guys. How you doing? Good, thanks. 
Okay, uh, Greg Stewart, um, I think one thing's 99% certain that Lafferty won't be at Rangers next season. Um, so for me, that's a kind of squad player um, replacement for kind of Lafferty. Um, and what kind of Boyd was saying there is true. Greg Stewart's been wasted at Aberdeen. He's not a winger. He's a number 10. Um, and McInnes, for whatever reason, has decided he's a winger. You know, um, So... Wouldn't be somebody that I would say yeah I'm delighted with, but a bit like you know Jordan Jones, um, it's we're beefing up the squad with players who you know potentially cup games after European games, the US players they know what the SPL is all about. Um, so yeah, I'd be happy with them as a replacement for Lafferty. Um, couple of points I wanted to actually make. Yeah, I'll, I'll let you go on to them, Craig, just because I think you've you've made an interesting point on that one. Surely now, especially in, in, in modern football and all the games, and if the clubs do go into Europe, it's going to be the best squad which wins the league rather than the best starting eleven. So, is it really important whether Greg Stewart would go straight into Rangers starting eleven or not? I mean, the obvious comparison is Celtic because they're the champions. When you talk about Ryan Christie or Tom Rogic or you know or Callum, they they don't all start at one time. They can't all start at one time. But the whole point is that there's that, or yeah. you know, that, that sort and of they, depth. And there. these European runs as well, Gordon Rangers were exactly the same last season with our uh, with our European exploits. You're playing in the region of 50, 60 games. So you're right, it doesn't matter if you're not in the starting 11 on the first day of the season. You're going to play a, a big part in it. That's how football's changed. Even since I've retired, what, three or four years ago, it's changed since then. Is that all it's been? I think so. Hi, but, <laughs> but it's changed since then in terms of squad. Squad to be fair, he put a lovely ball in for me today in the five aside. Well, listen, anyway, we'll get to that class. another time. But so, class. if you're not, a, listen, if you're not in the starting 11, it's not a big deal. Ryan Christie hitting the on head. Ryan Christie was nowhere to be seen, looked like he was going out the door, comes in, plays a massive role in one game, and then all of a sudden bursts onto the scene. It could be the same for Greg Stewart But again I just don't think he would fit And Rangers I don't think he would I think There's better out there Don't ask me who But I think there's better <laughs> out there Because I've seen your face there Who I wasn't going But um, I just think there's better out there I, I just think When he went to Aberdeen And he, he's not been particularly successful At that big club Can he step it up To a, a massive club mm. I don't know if he can Craig on you go well, the same would have been said about Glenn Kamara. Look at Glenn Kamara. Um, anyway, my second point was um, one of the other guys that was on before me was saying excited about next season. Um, I have to say, really excited. Um, Gerard in the last few months has shown what we all thought he would do um, as get players running through brick walls from. Yes, he's been kind of the first half of the season was a bit kind of tactically naive, but this formation with Morella has been out of the team's been an absolute godsend. Um, Arfield's not playing as a number 10, he's playing as an inside left. Um, as they did at Burnley but going into next season you know beating Celtic twice haven't conceded a goal barely conceded a shot on target in the two games and outplayed them for over an hour or certainly 45 minutes with 10 men um, so if you said to me at the start of the season we'd do that uh, finish six points behind and make you know be within I don't know um, a couple of points of making the last 32 of the Europa League Gerrard's ahead of schedule probably would say that himself I think Calibre of players he's, he's looking at, um, you know, in terms of targeting the first team next season is really exciting. And if you look at Celtic, it actually reminds me of uh, Walter Smith, you know, towards the kind of eight in a row, nine in a row. The team's needing replaced, not replaced, but certain players, you know, the two fullbacks, Tierney and Lustig, you know, they're, I don't know what's going on there, so obviously I'm a Rangers fan, but Lustig is out of contract, that's a, that's a position, two centre halves are out of contract. Um, 
Lee Griffiths needs to play. So you don't know what Celtic Celtic's team's going to look like next season. You could nail down probably seven players that are going to be starting for Rangers next season right now. Um, and there'll be a quality striker coming in, probably a quality centre-half coming in. And hopefully Ryan Kent. And I would say we're, you know, as close to... Celtic as we have been since we came back up the leagues. I think that last statement's I mean certainly true. You would, you would have to mm. acknowledge that, but at the same time, um, Celtic's defence, I imagine, would be well. Lee Griffiths certainly intends to to not be replaced and be part of the the starting eleven or certainly the matchday squads next season. And again, it, it kind of goes back to what you say, Gordon. Both can be true at the same time. You can acknowledge that Celtic do need freshened up, mm-hmm. but also if they go into if they go into it as treble treble winners, it's not a bad place to be either. Yeah, um, and. What I find astonishing is people are now saying, well, you know, a godsend there for Craig that Morelis is out of the team. 29 goals he scored. Yeah, but I think everyone right, is now right. acknowledging the way they play, isn't it? Yeah, but I think that if he can get his discipline and he's still there next year, I think he'll be a massive part of well. I think he'd be a great uh, addition to, to stay at the club, especially if he can just get that discipline because the boys get terrific talent. But if you look at Celtic over a season, they've lost a lot of players with injury as well. Uh, as I said earlier, Gordon, uh, yeah, I'm delighted that Rangers are starting to look a lot stronger and, the, you know, another exciting season ahead and they're finishing great and everybody's delighted with Stephen Gerrard. It's been a long time coming from, from Rangers. They're getting better quality in now. But you're ripping apart a Celtic team that's gone for another treble. I find that astonishing football. It's just the way it is nowadays. This is a team that that, that can still be possible, though, doesn't yeah. it? I mean, and, you know, Craig was yeah. talking about Rangers but, have, have been there with the nine in a row. It ends at some point, it, and you have to identify the signs of when it's coming every, to an end. But every team will change in the summer. Rangers will bring in. Well, they've already brought in Jones, Hasty. They're talking about Stewart. They're talking about a centre half. They'll probably bring in another two players. There's the gutsy five six players. So that's freshening up. Celtic will probably be the same because they do need centre-halves. They'll get a replacement for the right back. I don't agree with Craig that, that Griffiths will be needing replaced. I think when the boy gets himself sorted out back into his fitness, he will be like a new player because he's showed time again that he can score goals and be a real, real threat. So every team in the country... Whether you're Rangers or Celtic We'll be getting freshened up Big thanks to Craig in Cumbernauld We're going to go straight back on the lines And hear from you After the travel with Amber So let's hear from you 0141 951 1025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard With Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors A team that gets results every week Talk to Thompson's.com Gordon DL and Mark Wilson are here So send us a tweet at Clyde SSB Or give us a call on 0141 951 1025 Lots of praise coming in for your video Gordon Your your skydive video has gone live I take right? it they had to edit out a lot of sweary words Yeah and I can only apologise for that Because I was a bit frightened But uh, a little bit like a lot of players A squad player Taking one for a team there God. Yeah, well, It looks amazing It looks brilliant doesn't Hats it? Off If you want to see we, it go, we slag to, him. go to At Clyde SSB We do slag him but And he deserves it But it is a great video yeah. At Clyde SSB This is the level of pettiness That Scottish football needs David has tweeted in to say What odds Rangers play a weakened team To assist Kilmarnock Securing third place Why? Because they don't like Aberdeen I don't know oh, That right. would be the <laughs> No I don't think so I think they'll be uh, More well, interested in seven Wins in a row Yeah I don't know 
Never, <laughs> never. Rangers, Stephen Gerrard will be one to finish on the high. Uh, and look forward to the summer and get a few new players in and uh, take on the challenge next season. And what about this? Just when you think sometimes the rivalry's over the top and there's there's too much bitterness. I love this tweet we got in uh, from McMillan in Lanarkshire, but it's on behalf of Rangers Bogner, who's on Twitter. He says, "Huge thanks to Scott Brown and Ryan Kent." For leaving club rivalry aside And signing the phenomenal painting uh, By Geo Thompson They're having a fundraiser for Macmillan Cancer And it's that picture Of Ryan Kent landing one on Scott Brown oh, wow. It's a Aye. great picture mm. And they've both agreed to sign it ah, great. Uh, For the well charity done. That's Well good, done to both players yeah. Yeah. Then yeah. We could try and recreate that for in here. I mean Gordon Oh, he, if he punched man, he can punch it for there. <laughs> <laughs> Break his hand. One four one nine five one one zero two five. Anthony is in Tel Aviv. Hi, Anthony. Good evening, gentlemen. How are you? Good, Anthony. Hi, Gordon Diel's just looking at me as if to see which which part of Lanarkshire is Tel Aviv in. We're in Israel, yeah. of course. So, uh, what makes you call tonight? Israel set. 35 degrees Celsius today Lovely 18 holes worth of golf Oh we're doing not too bad ourselves <laughs> Don't you worry we're Feels right. like I was playing in 40 <laughs> degrees Anthony the, day, the way my face and arms are You just back in <laughs> <laughs> Listen thanks for taking my call guys um, Basically I want to sort of um, mention um, I personally have an opinion about Celtic I like Celtic Very passionate about Celtic Watched almost every Celtic game this year and my opinion is that Celtic are on the brink of making history. Doing nine in a row, and then history will be doing ten in a row. And I don't believe that any other club, Celtic or Rangers, will have another opportunity in my lifetime, your lifetime, or anyone's lifetime, to do ten in a row. We're talking two seasons, okay? Shouldn't the club have the desire, the same desire as all the Celtic fans, as I, I have, to do the 10 in a row, a history which will never be changed, never be broken, never matched, and basically pull out all the stops, sign the right manager, make all the right signings, change their signing policies by signing cheap players and selling them on big, except Edward, which was 9 million club record, I know. Why can't they just build a simple short-term business plan for the next two years to get Celtic the 9 and 10 in a row? And you know what? The flip side of that might be because they've built up their management team, built up their players to be so, so good, the chances are they'll recoup that money back in the next two years by qualifying for the Champions League. Mm. All right, well, that, that's an interesting way of looking at it, Mark, because is is that a sign of the unique time that, that we're in in this country? Because pretty much every football club in the world think... Oh, the, the, the ideal situation is you, you put an infrastructure in And you, you reap the benefits for years and years and years to come mm-hmm. And it's all about this long term But Anthony's highlighting 9 and 10 that, That's yeah, it, listen, forget the rest Exactly, that's that's the, the thinking behind um, a lot of Celtic fans just now However, I'm pretty sure the Celtic board And Peter Lowell included We'll look at the previous eight years where they've had a, a structure in place and they've they've stuck within wage limits and they've you know they've eked it up wee bits here and there for guys like Scott Sinclair and and things like that. How much of that do you think was was down to Brendan Rodgers? I mean, I, he, I think he, he a seemed lot. he yeah. seemed to raise the bar in in a number of ways, didn't he? The He's, performances, yeah. obviously, but 
structure, you know, a, infrastructure, a, a finances. Did. Guys like Scott Sinclair, guy, and himself, even himself, his own package that he got to be manager is well documented. I mean, he raised the bar, that he, he, he f- didn't force Celtic to pay that, but you know, he, he genuinely got Peter Lowell to do what he hadn't done for years before. Will he do it again? Will Peter Lowell go again and 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 up wage brackets? I don't think he will to get nine and ten. I think he he'll see what they're paying the the Celtic squad just now and guys like Edward and Sinclair. I think he'll see that as the way forward for nine and ten. I know a lot of Celtic fans would love Celtic to throw this thirty million pound kitty at transfers and guys that are on fifty grand a week back to your Henrik Larson wage days. I don't think it will happen. I really don't. I think they'll look at the previous eight years. We've been successful with this model. We'll continue with this model. Anthony, we had a Hearts sorry, fan on. Just, yes, on you go, on you go. Can I just, sorry, sorry, guys, mushroom. Sorry, Mr. Wilson. <laughs> um, just to jump in there, I disagree with you, man. I'm a businessman. These guys are businessmen too. It's a business model. It's a two-year business plan. I'm not saying it's the way forward. It's always going to be the way forward. But you know what? Tweak things, change things. You know why it's been working the last eight years? We've had no competition the last eight years. We now have proper competition. Things need to be tweaked, basically. And try it for two years. I'm not saying burst the banks. I'm not saying go into administration. That's stupidity. Are you you talking in terms of spending a lot of money uh, and signings coming in? Is that that what you mean, Anthony? And management team. Management team. Management team and signings. Instead... I'm sure Celtic have the money. I don't know the figures offhand, okay? If they spend a lot of money but not put themselves in a area of being in bankruptcy and administration, etc., like smartly, they're smart businessmen. It must be it must be so more important to get ten on the ten in a row and that's it, done and dusted. And then they can decide we move forward the same way or we go back to the model that worked for eight years when we really did have no competition because again we have to change things we have competition now and no disrespect to Neil Lennon phenomenal job coming into what he did he was a, he was a dream come true perfect match he isn't I personally don't know who the man is but I don't think he is the man to take us forward and the players we've got now and the the cheap signings that we do can't get us to nine and ten, and we'll struggle. Why should we struggle? But uh, when you're money. when you're saying this a two year product uh, project, you know nine and ten is hugely important. But a few years ago, Champions League football and progressing out the group stage was huge for fans as well. We took numerous calls on this show saying Celtic have reaped in so much money. Why can they not go out and spend eight ten million on a centre half or another striker or break the bank? Peter Lawwell wasn't prepared mm-hmm. to do it at that stage. Do you, do you think he would do it for 9 and 10? I, I'm not so sure We'll leave it there because we're running out of time And you have to really side with Anthony You can't side, yeah. you can't side with a guy who doesn't have a face Which works with Factor 50 And plus, so, if, I mean, plus yeah. if he put the mushroom right in his place here Let me tell you he needs well, He's to a businessman You can't <laughs> argue with businessmen I'm not <laughs> Certainly. Thank I'm you not very much man. Anthony Enjoy Tel Aviv for the rest of the, the day John is in Parkhead Hi John Hey John, how you doing mate? Good thanks How's, how's the boys? All right, Gordon and Mark. Hi, John. Hi, John. All right. Well, congratulations, Gordon, by the way. I've done a few jumps myself. It's four season that, so... Yeah, Billy myself, mate. John, I've got the stripes. <laughs> especially if you were scared, mate. So, well done in that. And for a charity as well. Good, mate. Well done. Thank but you. I was, just, I was just wanting to put some points across here, though. As an experienced 
Celtic fan who suffered the night in a row under the Rangers uh, regime. Stephen Celtic put a string of run, run together, so it was always at the end of the season when it didn't matter. We always win nine teams out of ten in the last Gold Curran match. And I can understand how the Rangers fans are feeling. We used to celebrate that as well. And when it came back, when it really meant something, Rangers always win one nothing, 2-1. They always seem to pull it out of the bag. But see, the, regarding the Celtic team, Benkovic, Boyata, Tierney, Christie, uh, Forrest, the first player of the year, Griffiths, all missing in the old firm match. And as though counting, he started with Nietzsche and Sinclair on the bench. No, I just wish the Celtic fans would stop worrying too much. No, and I think Celtic, you've got to look at the players that Celtic have got out the new. No, even the players, having all the players back, Celtic would, that would mm. greatly improve Celtic's squad. Yeah, I mean, John, half of those players you mentioned, of course, it's true if, if they're out injured. But I mean, Benkovic was on the bench, Neil Lennon chose not to play him. Scott Sinclair and Olivier and Cham were on the bench because Neil Lennon felt that they weren't good enough to go and do better than. Than what was on the park So is that not a bit unfair To lump them in with the injuries Well do you think Were they no good enough Or would they keep them That's what I'm saying We'll see what, we'll see what happens In the Scottish Cup final You know I, I personally think that uh, He didn't play Sinclair Because he was keeping them For the final And I don't think I don't think Forrest And Tierney uh, uh, were injured mate I think if, if That was a, a Rangers game That we had to win They two mm. would have been playing well, John, the only thing I can say is right. I can't tell you about Forrest Benkovic. I don't know if he's been rested. Well, he because, was on. He was on the bench. Yeah, because uh, uh, Mark thinks he's the best centre back at, at Celtic. I agree with that. Sinclair, don't know. But I watched Tierney coming off at Petardi the week prior, and he was injured. Let me tell you, and it's well documented. He's gone for an op and everything. You've got to say that the Rangers fans are entitled. Yes, they can. you can turn around and say, well, it was a game, it didn't matter, all that. They're, they brought in a new manager. To be fair, I think John acknowledged that, and yeah. that that's what Celtic that, used to do, and ultimately, it eventually becomes yeah, but, about the but games. What that, John's point was, because it's at the end of the season, they're not going to win in, they're no pressure, and they're complaining. No, that you can see the progression that's happening, mm. Rangers, and I think Celtic fans will be looking over the shoulder next season. Thank you very much, John. Short and sweet, but we will have to leave it there. We're late already. With goals in the Scottish Sun, the SPFL and EPL latest every Monday, Wednesday and Saturday. One of the pundits is sunburnt beyond belief. The other pundit is just glad to be alive after his skydive last week. So there's a real chance for you to take advantage. If you fancy it tonight, 0141 951 1025. You against Mark or Gordon to win a signed ball. Be quick because the lines close at 7. Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's personal injury solicitors. Compensation. They know the score. Talk to Thompson's.com. Mark Wilson and Gordon DL are here. Give us a call, send us a tweet at Clyde SSB. We would love to hear from you. A bit later on this hour, we are going to be giving away that fantastic men's 10k Glasgow prize that we've been giving away in the last couple of nights as well. So stay tuned for that. We kicked off tonight's show hearing from Neil Lennon some very strong words defending his record at Celtic. We then assessed whether Greg Stewart could be on his way to Rangers And now it is time for Beat the Pundit But here's one for you, just for after that Do you know this is the anniversary, Gordon, of a historic day yeah, in do. Scottish football? Yeah, do I looked up this morning? Tell us It's 15 years ago <laughs> There's no way he knew this, is there? Anyway Since the lad standing next to me with a big red face Scored a penalty kick against Celtic with Dundee United And Larson scored 
two that day Was that right? It was Henrik Larsson's Last game yep. at Celtic Park An emotional farewell And Mark Wilson scored For Dundee United Just a consolation, mm-hmm. consolation. You, you didn't ruin the party yep. Did you? No 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 no, no chance. It was an emotional day, though, wasn't it? He was crying in his mm. interview. Yeah, yeah. No, oh, the so much mud. After Dundee United team as well. <laughs> I, no, thought, I thought you were going to miss it deliberately. Emotional day. I was terrific just to be involved in it, and he scored two terrific goals, just like he did all three Celtic. Right, career. that was fifteen years to the day, so it got me thinking. Enough about Mark Wilson and Henrik Larsson. It got me thinking. Which footballer's departure broke your heart? That was the emotional day at Celtic Park. It was his. I think he played in the Scottish Cup final afterwards, uh, but that was his last day at Celtic Park. He scored the goals. He was crying. Lots of people were crying. Mark Wilson was crying. Mm-hmm. So we're asking you, which player departure broke your heart? Let's hear from you, and we'll do it next. Beat the pundit with goals in the Scottish Sun, the SPFL, and EPL latest every Monday, Wednesday, and Saturday. Beat the pundit time Is it going to be The sunburnt mushroom Or Gordon the skydiver DL Let's find out One of them though Is taking on Andrew A Rangers fan from Edinburgh How are you Andrew? I'm not bad mate yeah, What made you think Tonight was your night On Beat the Pundit? <laughs> I'm sure you can guess Tom. <laughs> <laughs> Very funny Andrew Yeah, oh, that Great stuff well, At least he's honest Honesty is the best policy Andrew Heads you're up Man. against Mark Tails you're up against Gordon DL Drop the coin But it's Tails So it's Gordon DL up against Andrew from he just up <laughs> <laughs> Listen, All the best Andrew This is not a Tuesday night Where it's funnier If you do it Compared to Roger You two are equally As bizarre at this okay, So I've got, I've got no reason To fix the coin toss Let me give you Come on Andy Some clay too <laughs> Make sure Gordon Can't hear us Andrew here's the deal You've got 30 seconds You're head to head You can pass Here is your chance To beat the pundit Are you ready? Go for it mate Alright let's do it then Rocky the Rooster is the mascot of which Scottish team? Ooh, pass. What was the final score of last night's Wraith Queen of the South match? 3-1 at Queens. Scotland goalkeeper Jordan Archer has been released by which English club? Southampton. Who plays their home games at Balmour? Ross County. Which Rangers player is currently on loan with Bury? Jordan Rosser. Ryan Fraser joined Bournemouth from which Scottish team? Aberdeen. And which team has won the most Scottish Challenge Cups? Uh, oh, Park Thistle. Okay, doc, let's bring Gordon back. Gordon? Yeah. What are you enjoying? Bit of clay too. Looking at his face. Going, he's good. He's good. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of Gordon listening to Clay too, I had the misfortune of getting in his car. Um Come on Sunday he took me home And he plugged his phone in And you know the Apple CarPlay Or whatever You know it plays your tune straight away Joe Longthorn <laughs> Popped up <laughs> I was subjected to it On the way home Oh my goodness No offence Joe If you're listening yeah. uh, Same set of questions Are you ready? Yeah Rocky the Rooster Is the mascot of which Scottish team? Pass What was the final score Of last night's Wraith Queen of the South match? Uh, 3-1 at QOS Scotland goalkeeper Jordan Archer Has been released By which English club? Norwich Who plays their home games at Balmour Balmour, Balmour, uh, Peterhead Which Rangers player is currently on loan with Bury? Uh, the midfield player from Liverpool uh, Oh, pass Ryan Fraser joined Bournemouth from which Scottish team? Aberdeen And which team has won the most Scottish Challenge Cups? Dundee, no idea Okay What do you call the Liverpool? Le- You'll find out in a minute Andrew, what do you make? He sounded a bit nervous, didn't he? Ah, uh, he was sounding nervous, mate. Right, let's go through them and find out just how bad it was. Rossiter. 
Oh, too late <laughs> ten, 10 minutes too late <laughs> uh, First question was Rocky the Rooster Is the mascot Of which Scottish team Just away from Beat the Pundit for a second Who was your spell As director of football at Airdrie He was in touch with the club <laughs> Have a go at this guy. I got the abuse in the touchline, but at least I was in touch with the no, club. Don't about. tell me it's Airdrie. It's Airdrie. It's Airdrie. Oh, Jesus. I thought it was. I mean, Rocky the Rooster. Honestly. <laughs> you, didn't, you, didn't, you, didn't, you didn't take a shot inside the, the outfit at any time just to lend a hand, no? Rocky the Rooster. I miss him. <laughs> I miss him. <laughs> anyway, luckily for you, Andrew didn't get it either. So Good, Andrew. Uh, what was the final score of last night's Wraith Queen of the South? It was 3-1 to QOS. You both got it right, one all. Jordan Archer, the Scotland goalie, has been released by which English club, Mark? Uh, no, I'll pass. Don't know that one either. <laughs> Millwall. Uh, so none of you got it. Who Good plays game. their home games at Balmoor? It is Peterhead. So Gordon goes one in front, but luckily for Andrew, he equalises straight Jordan away. Washington. Because Jordan Rossiter is indeed uh, the player that uh, is in loan at Bury from Rangers. Now, next one. Ryan Fraser joined Bournemouth from which Scottish team? It's Aberdeen. You both got it right. So it's level, which means it all comes down to the last question. Challenge Cup. Which team has won the most Challenge Cups in Scotland? What did you say, Gordon? I said maybe Dundee, Queen of the South. Dundee. And what did you say, Andrew? Uh, The answer is Falkirk. So none of you got oh, it And we go to a tiebreaker Tiebreaker Jordan was Cannot beat the tiebreaker okay. Right Okay here we go Quite simple I'll read the question Andrew I'll get Gordon to write his answer down I'll then invite you to give me your attempt Okay Yeah You've been giving these balls away for fun recently So no pressure Yeah I have Right you ready Yeah They might be safe at the moment They're in 10th place But Hamilton Ackies have the worst goal difference In the Premiership What is it Gordon DL Okay, Andrew, give us your attempt. I've got it. Minus Minus what? 30. Okay, oh, it's close. Oh, it's close. Andrew's gone minus 30. Gordon's gone minus 34. So it's essentially a game of higher or lower. What is it, Brucey? Is it higher? Hamilton are minus 49. Ah, Andrew, nothing pains me more than to see him win a tiebreaker. Yes! Hard lines. (laughs) Brutal (laughs) (laughs) Unlucky Andrew But listen If you think that's brutal Just wait till the Airdrie fans Get a hold of Rocky Rooster That's going to be You're never going to live that down By the way That was your QOS moment (laughs) He'll not be back at Airdrie anyway I'm going back to to Tomorrow night For all the the Young youth games Finals there Tomorrow night So Going along to support it if anyone's listening from Airdrie, get the Rocky the Rooster outfit out. <laughs> yeah. Get Gordon DL in it, and let's get that on social media, please. I, I got, Can we arrange I, that? I got made to take a photo. My, my first game, God, this as well. Yeah. First game, <laughs> first game against Albion Rovers, a derby, and I'm standing that. in the touchline watching the boys warming up, and I had to get a photo with Rocky the Rooster. There you go. <laughs> I'll never forget Rocky after that. What a moment. Uh, right, okay, so I asked you 15 years to the day Here's what happened Henrik Larsson played his last game at Celtic Park There were tears everywhere Even from Mark Wilson Who scored a penalty for Dundee United that day So we're asking you Which footballer's departure broke your heart? You can't say Henrik Larsson, Mark Because that's a bit weird You no. were playing you got, you got one in mind? Me? Ah, well, two um, First one was John Collins When he left Celtic Right, yep, okay Go to Monaco uh, 
He was just my hero back then Second one was a year after actually It was De Canio When De Canio came to Celtic He didn't play that many games But he just lit everything up Such a hero With the white boots and things oh, Just brilliant to watch And then he left And went to Sheffield Wednesday And I just couldn't understand why So Those two guys were the ones that really stood out for me Yep Gordon well, but it breaks my heart. Where did Willie Pettigrew go after Mother? Dundee United. Um, I was there on the Monday when he came out. <laughs> oh, you're listening. With... This, is a, this is not, not true. No, this I is true. Uh, just standing outside uh, Fir Park and he oh, came out nonsense. on the Monday with his boots. Oh, I'll never forget it. absolute nonsense. Adidas Copas, size nines. and are the only boots yeah. that were going a bit back. <laughs> and I said, Willie, please don't go. If I got down on my knees, then I begged you to stay. Um, but <laughs> unfortunately, he signed. I've still got it to this day, and I'll bring it in to prove it. Remember the little stickers that you got with the name and the career on the back? How many Panini, games? Yeah, we remember them, yeah. And he, he, he signed the best wishes, Gordon. <laughs> Nonsense. What a waste I know. See when he said See when he said the Copas That's the only football boots He knows of I know. Now I'm going to let I'm going to let you in In a bit of a secret here Just to Try and give you a picture Of how Clueless Or Or, or de- Detached Gordon DL Is actually from From playing football He never He never liked football enough To play charity games After it Or play five aside He hates all of that We were doing a bit of filming For something today And you will see it In, in the coming days and weeks Gordon DL, former professional footballer, cannot kick, genuinely, cannot kick the ball the length of a five-a-side pitch. He cannot stand at one end and hit the far fence without it touching the ground. Mark, was it was incredible to see. Astonishing. Now, I remember you did a penalty shootout with him, and you, you said similar, and I didn't believe it. And then I witnessed it this afternoon. I'm try- he just looked awkward. You just looked, looked like... Honestly, I... I no offence I mean, Well let's be honest mm-hmm. I do mean offence If I was to walk past You look like Any other 57 year old You do not look like Someone who played I can't believe it Apart from Well that, it was uh, <laughs> It was a bit far out For me Gordon And um, I'm out I'm out of, t- I'm out of <laughs> touch I'm out of touch You had played golf But what I said to Mark Was and you probably see it as I said right Put a couple in from the wing We had about eight takes The minute he put a Decent ball in there using the quality of the finish. He missed the ball. Right, enough of that. I want to know about the footballers that broke your heart. George Brown says when King Kenny left, I was devastated. Best I've seen in a Celtic shirt, and I've seen Jinky and Larson. Uh, Daniel Carlin says Philip Sebo leaving Rangers broke my heart. I couldn't believe it. So many balls over the bar, and the chance Sebo lives on uh, when everyone. I got that one time. Had a shot for Celtic At the old Love Street yeah. Over the bar And I got the Seabow From the Celtic Sideshow Bob says Nakamura leaving Was hard to take I wish he stayed longer Ian McKinnon Gabriel Amato Remember him? Remember him? Aye yeah. Yeah. Broke my heart Like me he says No pace But blessed with skill Ah, oh, This is nice to be fair um, Mark the Beatroot Wilson Leaving Dundee United <laughs> To sign for Celtic Broke my heart I'm a Celtic fan Says Hamilton <laughs> Oh very good Very good Let's get see if we've got any in the phones David's in East Kilbride Hi David Hi guys Mine's was back a wee bit Okay um, uh, In fact it's if I'm, if I'm doing my maths right It must be about 30 year, 33 years tomorrow Was the testimonial of Jimmy Johnson and Bobby Lennox Joint testimony at Celtic Park And for me that was like The end of an era You know To the Lisbon Lions going and me, Jimmy, throwing his boots into the into the the crowd, you know, it was just that was that was special. 
I've I've got to say, uh, David, I was very lucky in my life that I got to meet Jimmy Johnson a few times, spend some time with him, and <laughs> I played with David Cooper, who I thought was absolutely out of this world talent. Jimmy Johnston, I remember the game at Hamden against Leeds. It was absolutely incredible that night. Just the ability, and obviously Bobby Lennox, and I, I know Bobby uh, from my time at Seamill, when I used to take air down there, and he'd come in, sit and have a chat. Terrific lad, and what a fantastic footballer as well. The old players were the best. See the ones that retired two or three years ago? They had nothing on us. <laughs> Mark Wilson, that's a, that's a decent list to be fair David's produced a couple oh, there Listen, unbelievable I mean Jimmy Johnson, I've watched you know, the videos growing up The one that came out, Jinky, you know, terrific And how sad he was himself in his interviews At leaving Celtic You could see how much it affected him You know, and he was just a, an iconic figure I, I, I was, It was inspirational I mean, I, I wasn't a winger back then Or anywhere near a winger but it, it, watching that video just made you want to play football. It, you know, such a huge figure for Celtic. But you just seen how much it meant to him. And when his wee story about how he left Celtic and what you know how he felt, it was actual emotion, uh, emotional watching, watching that. But uh, I mean, a couple of outstanding players there. They'd be enough to break anybody's hearts. Eh? Yeah, and I think watching the video of us today will put a lot of. Young lads Ambitions oh, very high sure. To go and play the game I like that David That was a good one Thank you David yeah. In East Kilbride What have we got Douglas Harper again No tears of sadness But shed a few of joy When Gordon Dale Left Somerset Park He says <laughs> uh, He's got the... <laughs> Do people actually Think that bothered me I always like it When there's these ones Out of left field Ian says Gregor Faulkner When he left Elgin Great servant mm, Good well, player Gregor to, Very good player Going to have to Take your word for it I must admit I haven't, I haven't seen him play yeah. uh, There's another one Coming in for Jimmy Johnston What else have we got There's loads We're looking for the footballer departure That broke your heart This is because 15 years to the day Mark Wilson scored a penalty For Dundee United And it was Henrik Larsson's Last game at Celtic Park Greg Johnson Here's a very recent Chris Doolan Is a hard one to yeah, take Yep yep I'm surprised at that really am But uh, he was a terrific servant For Partick And we wish him all the best uh, Ross has got one He's in East Kilbride Hi Ross how you doing, guys? Good, uh, thanks, Ross. Footballer departure that broke your heart. It's Ray Wilkins leaving Ibrox in the late 80s. I mean, my dad went, I was only a, well, I was only a wee boy. Um, and what sticks in my mind, most, not only the goal, obviously the goal he scored against Celtic, but it was more the weather. It was a ridiculously misty night. You couldn't see, you couldn't see the main stand for the government front. You know, I couldn't see right across the park, and I'm sure they were playing a midweek game, and it was Dunfermline or something they were playing. How good was he, Gordon? Oh, well, I played against uh, Ray Wilkins. Um, the first, the first time I ever set eyes on Ray Wilkins, I went down to City and I get invited to a Manchester United game, and everyone used to tell me about, ah, oh, he's very, you know, he plays a square pass, and Brian Robson makes the runs, and Brian Robson's this, and I remember sitting watching him at Old Trafford. And he never gave the ball away. He never gave the ball away. He was so talented. He came to Rangers and I played against him. And I couldn't believe, playing the same pitch, how good a player this guy was. He was absolutely outstanding. That a fair assessment, Ross? I would, I would, I would think so. I'll be honest, I was, I, I'm, I'm only 36. And I'm, I've not got a massive memory of his days at Ibrox, but... The goal against Celtic was enough to put him in my heart and a lot of Rangers fans' heart. But as I say, it was more the, the night, the, the last game he did his, his round, his, his kind of 
the lap here mm-hmm. around the stadium and it was, everybody was struggling to see him when he was across the pitch. Uh, that was, I don't know, 30 years ago, not far off 30 years ago, I don't think. Good. Well, listen, the impact clearly tells mm. its own story mm. because Ross has remembered it after all that time. Thank you very much, Ross and East Kilbride. Footballing departures which broke your heart. Let's hear from you. We're going to look at Stevie Clark's situation. Uh, what a day he might have had. He's been up getting punished by the Scottish FA yeah. um, and maybe at the same time offered the Scotland manager a job. Who ah. knows? We'll look at that situation and we will get a full time teaser up and running next. Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's personal injury solicitors. Compensation. They know the score. Talk to Thompson's.com. Gordon Diel and Mark Wilson are here. It's the anniversary of Henrik Larson's last home game, which is big in itself. There was tears and all the rest of it, but it's funny for us because Mark Wilson scored a penalty for Dundee United. The reason we're bringing it up is we're asking you the footballing departure which broke your heart. Uh, Wolfman's Got Nards says Brian Loudrop leaving Rangers was the hardest to take. I remember dreaming of his return that never was. Yeah. I just said that in the break. I said, surely Brian Loudrop must be one of the first ones out there, but I must admit, I was I was glad to see the back of Brian Loudrop when he left. Do you know that well Derek Johnson always says on here he would have driven Henrik Larson to the airport yeah. as well, so you always get that, don't you? Um do you know what I love about these questions? We get from all different teams and various memories. Mm. Shaney Punk says Alex Matthew when he left Morton, Morton for Newcastle. Morton, right winger, yeah. Yeah, I remember him. Uh, and Derek McInnes when he left for Rangers. Gaza says, one main departure that broke my heart was Gaza, obviously, but another two, Alberts and Papach. Mm. There we go. Mm-hmm. And Brian says, I hope he's not tweeted in about himself here. He says, uh, I was gutted when Brian... Dingwall left Pollock Amazing goal scorer And never replaced <laughs> I remember him tweeted him about himself I don't know It's just his name's Brian as well Spelt the same so That would be, be good wouldn't it? I, I remember that lad Aye Yeah he scored, uh, Oh it's Because I remember him playing uh, With Pollock And scoring all the goals Ah well done That's a I lot do. of info you gave us there Yeah Yeah good great yep. His name great is insight. Brian uh, Craig Crookshanks <laughs> Will Volks leaving Falkirk Our midfield oh, has never oh, recovered yeah, I remember him aye, aye. Was it, was He used that, to score a few screamers Is that the turning point Was it Will Volks <laughs> Because it's all gone aye. a bit Peak tong since then um, What else have we got Gareth Turner is Gareth Turner falls for people Very quickly A bit like you Gordon uh, He says Craig <laughs> <laughs> Craig Bellamy When he ended his loan spell At Celtic oh, be oh, broken over a loan oh, spell oh, Come oh, on Gareth He was good Right And if I played uh, uh, For Dundee United Right Against Celtic And the pitch was all bumpy And he scored one of The best hat tricks You'll ever see at Tanadice I think I remember that Yeah Incredible. I've seen a video what of it recently Yeah Right here's tonight's question yes. Last night was good I had good fun in the teaser last night Stevie Smith was in Former Rangers yeah. defender mm-hmm. For the first time as a pundit So someone sent the question in To name the starting 11 In a game that he'd played in It was 10 year anniversary or something And I think about the first 7 names he gave me Were wrong mm-hmm. Had no recollection But he got there in the end Once we established that he had actually Played in it um, yeah, yeah We got there in the end So it's similar tonight So last night's was a Rangers starting 11 this one is a Celtic starting 11 mm, right. We're full of anniversaries on the show tonight 12 years ago It's sp- mine tomorrow <laughs> Whoa, <laughs> hold on <laughs> tell us that when we were out earlier We could definitely dedicate the rest of the show to this It's your what tomorrow? Anniversary Genuinely Yeah And have you got a card or? Genuinely <laughs> you, you move you, on you, you, Is that a no, no card? <laughs> I can't remember how many years I've been married Well, sort of a married <laughs> You know what's <laughs> <laughs> no, no, a good start When he says to me Can I remember the address To send it to you? He said that to me <laughs> that's, that's a bad start uh, <laughs> Come on Right 12 years ago today Scott Brown signed for Celtic Oh yes 
Can you name the starting lineup in his debut? Chris oh. Doherty sent the question in. Um, thank you to Chris. He sent it to fulltime at Clyde1.com. Fulltime at Clyde1.com. 12 years ago, Scott Brown signed for Celtic. His debut then came against Kilmarnock in August 07. Can you name Celtic's starting eleven right. against Kilmarnock in August two thousand and seven? Boric, no. It's <laughs> a good start. Great start. Uh, Marshall, no, 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 no. He <laughs> wasn't. He wasn't an either. Right. Okay. Did uh, did I? I played right back. Me. Why are you asking me did if I, you? Played? I, no, I played right. So yeah. if you, me. Who did you play? Right. Who's yeah. your centre half? So, are you asking or are you saying that? I'm scenario? telling. You played Wilson. Yes. Yes, you did yes. Oh. Right. Tom Boyd never played two seven. Nailer. <laughs> Sorry. Tom what did you say? <laughs> Tom Boyd. We're in trouble, Gordon. We're in trouble tonight if that's the answers. I'm not good Tom at you. Two thousand and seven. All right, okay, fun. We nailer. Nailer? <laughs> Tom. Tom Boyd. Yes, yes Nailer, well nailer. done. Okay. Who else played then? Caldwell. No. McManus. Oh. Yes Yeah. He's back yes. uh, oh, uh, Magidi Yes You're in no, the, uh, You're on a flyer now Exactly Nakamura No Alright we'll leave it there We're looking for the starting 11 On Scott Brown's Celtic debut He signed 12 years ago today The debut was August 07 Can you name the starting 11 Mark Wilson Stephen McManus Lee Naylor Aidan McGeady We'll leave it right there uh, We'll look at Stevie Clark's situation In just a second Let's take Kenny Who's a Hearts fan on The footballer departure That broke your heart Kenny Rudy uh, Scatchel When we were in the administration oh, Listen That's from, a, from Hearts fans Certainly from a recent perspective You'd understand that Gordon wouldn't you? Yeah He was a hero in the cup final And uh, he was a terrific player You've got to say For Hearts And uh, Yeah Kenny Remembers him And that's uh, just one of those uh, You know Players have to leave And as long as they leave With good, good memories Gordon And he certainly left With a lot of good well, memories You always say guys like that You always get a, a gauge Of how good they were With ex-professionals Or guys who've played with A lot of, a lot of guys say That he was one of the best That they played with You know So it just shows you How good he was That left foot Incredible mm. yeah. uh, Kenny what did you like About him in particular? The left peg and the amount of times he scored against them, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, I, I think uh, what, I, what I really liked about him uh, when he came back to Scottish football to Marshall Team United and got the number 51. <laughs> I, yeah. I was just going to bring up that's the level of pettiness we like in Scottish football, isn't it? Yeah. When he, he, he number 51 jersey for the 5 1, Gordon. Yeah, absolutely. When he went right. to Dundee United. Mark had the number 12 jersey. <laughs> But listen, I don't know where he was getting. Not me either. <laughs> but uh, no, that just shows you his love for Hearts and what that that game actually meant to him. And that's why the Hearts fans hold him in such high regard. But like I say again, the, the other professionals who said he was absolutely incredible, perhaps I could have went to a higher level. But he certainly loved Hearts, no mm. doubt about that. Kenny, welcome back in. I I know I was going to say you were talking about anniversaries. This is actually the twenty. Uh, 20 years uh, since Hearts beat the uh, Rangers and finally got their hands on a cup in 1998. Oh, so it is. There we go. Full of it. It's that time of year, isn't it? Things are getting won yeah. or lost or final games for people. So was, that, was that Stefan Adam that scored the winner? Hi, hi. Mm, yeah. Colin Cameron with a penalty. That's right. Yeah, yeah, that, was at, that was at Celtic Park, wasn't 
How is I? I made a fortune that day. All right, well, that's good. Good good for Kenny's got brilliant memories of that day. Made a fortune. Thank you, Kenny Hearts fan uh, from Airdrie. Let's look at Stevie Clark's situation because um, this wouldn't this just be peak Scottish football? He's been handed an immediate two-match touchline ban for those comments about referee Stephen McLean. Now he'll have to sit in the stands for the final game against Rangers um, following the outcome of. Of his hearing Now here's the thing you, you can't help but wonder If they said Right Stevie Here's your ban But while you're here we chat. How do you fancy Being the Scotland manager uh, Let's separate them Let's take the ban first Are you surprised uh, No I'm not um, And I think he'll He obviously is going to Accept that And move on with it Stevie's very outspoken Quite rightly so He's got an opinion And get it out there And express it uh, he's been terrific for Kilmarnock, Gordon And that's the reason if, if, if your opinion gets you banned from games Then it's probably um, not that wise, is it? Uh, well, sometimes it's better <laughs> than just Sitting back and keeping quiet some, okay. some managers just like to say Right, doesn't matter I'm not going to sit and not express my opinion Yes, I will get punished And they're quite willing to take the punishment And that's the situation with Stevie Clark And, um, you know, people think it's right People think it's wrong uh, but Stevie prefers to come out and say it is. He doesn't sit back and just accept it, everything. Um, but I agree with uh, SFA that um, he's probably number one choice just now. And I'm sure that um, <coughs> Kilmarnock fans will be dreading probably Monday um, to hear the news that he may be leaving. But we never know. It seems, that being the key word, it seems like it's a matter of time before it's mm. confirmed that Stevie Clark is... Is going to be the Scotland manager Listen anything Things do change in football That's the way it seems at the moment Mark Wilson We're never going to get An appointment that pleases everyone But is that Is that close? I think so I think when you've been that successful The way he has Since he's came to Scotland That he, he has got a lot of Admirers um, And that's out with his Kilmarnock support I think everyone Around the league And around the country Recognises what a good coach He is um, and the way he's handled his situation at Kilmarnock And that's why I think he was always the front runner for the job Especially the way he's even You know, finished the season with Kelly as well I quite like the fact that he's outspoken sometimes I think that shows a, a lot of character He's not, not always right You know, <laughs> with some of the things he says But he's outspoken And I, I quite like that from, from a manager of our country Someone with that bit of character and uh, That comes across Um you know, that, that desire comes across that he wants the best for his team and he can organise a team very, very well. I think that's what we need just now. I think we've got very good individual players. I think we just need to be a bit more organised and Stevie Clark's certainly done that with Kilmarnock. He's certainly working with a better group of players if he, if he gets appointed. So I think it's a good one. For me, he was always the front runner for me so I'd be quite happy if he gets it. Yeah, I think he would be the, the fan's choice, Gordon. I think uh, just... Listening to Stevie and the fact that obviously it's well documented that he travels up and down, his family's still down south. I think it'd be a, the perfect job for him. Um, he's been terrific for Kilmarnock. He really has and Kilmarnock will be... We'll probably get... If you're asking that question tonight, Gordon, and Stevie Clark leaves, the amount of Kilmarnock phone, uh, uh, supporters would phone in here. The departure that the broke their heart. The departure that broke their heart mm, would be Stevie yeah. Clark. That says it all. So many coming in Kyle Nisbet Sasa Papach Leaving Rangers I loved him Mark Wilson loved him as well uh, Ari Klus I was gutted when Van Hooydonk left yeah. uh, This is great from 
LeBeouf He says uh, Jim Bett was gutted When he left for Lochran He eased the pain When I wrote to him And he replied about three times So he became my pen pal <laughs> Played with Jim Lovely lad yeah. uh, Let's take a call from Andrew in Cumbernauld Hi Andrew Hi guys Hi Farrell Hi Andrew um, it, it was a Rangers player That broke my heart When I left And it was the reason I went out the day before And had bought the new Rangers top And then get number four Queller put in the back and Big Carlos done a bump the next oh, day. Nightmare. Oh, nightmare. Did you have to pick it off? No, 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 I left it on. But £40, pounds, so if you ever see Carlos Queller telling you lose me £40. Pounds. <laughs> I was actually going to ask at some point. I had this in my head because I saw. Anyway, I'm, I'm now giving something away for a future show. I was going to ask, yeah. and I'm, I will probably in a couple of days, for things you regret getting on the back of your shop. I'll explain that in a couple of days Andrew's just answered two of my questions at once uh, But he was decent when he was here, wasn't he? Oh, well, very good, so he was I would have taken that back to the club shop And said, listen Give me a refund on that, would you? <sighs> Who was the club that did that? Someone There was a club recently was there? Offered yeah. it Yeah, a player left And it, they said if you had just got the shirt With X player on the back You can swap it Was it Scottish or English? No, it was up here, I think Was it? Mm-hmm yeah, I think so. Yeah, I'd be struggling with that one. Yeah, I think so. That was a good one, Andrew. I like that. A yeah. wee bit of detail in the story as well, not just because he was a good player, but because you were 40 quid out of pocket mm. as well. How are you looking on tonight's teaser? 12 years ago today, Scott mm. Brown signed for Celtic. So, can you name the starting 11 that played in his debut against Killy in August 07? Mark Wilson played, Stephen McManus played, Lee Naylor played, Aidan McGeady played. Who? Kenny Miller was Celtic then. 2007. Mm, he would have been no. But no he wasn't playing that game I wouldn't have said to him um, Neil Lennon No 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 Petrov Okay, <laughs> think any Scott McDonald Must have played <sighs> Yes No Alright We'll leave that there Because <laughs> it's that time of the night It is your chance to win something Win something for free Everybody loves that The men's 10k in Glasgow Takes place this Father's Day Sunday the 16th of June It starts at the Riverside Museum Near Partick Winds through the city centre It finishes at George Square I mean, Imagine it's a day like today You'll be roasting You'll be sunburnt like Mark Wilson <laughs> But it'll be absolutely brilliant So thanks to Men's 10k Glasgow We're giving you A free entry to the race A jacket A beanie And a goodie bag Loads of other official goodies Adds up to quite a lot So I'm sure you would want to win it yourself And even if you don't You're not a keen runner Pass it on to someone as a gift It's a cracking gift All you have to do Is guess Who is scoring this goal Now it's a running competition so we have speeded it up. Who's scoring this goal? Very memorable goal. The Sky Sports commentary on there. I'll play it one more time for you. Tell us who is scoring this goal. Like I say, if you sat and watched that on television, the Sky Sports commentary there, I'm sure you will recognise it. Give us a call right now, 0141 951 1025. Who scored the goal? You have until the end of this break. Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's personal injury solicitors. Win the compensation you deserve. Talk to Thompson's.com. Into the final part of tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Now, before the break, we told you that the men's 10K in Glasgow takes place this Father's Day. It starts at the Riverside Museum. It's a brilliant route through the city centre. And thanks to the men's 10K, we are giving you not only free entry to the race, not only a jacket and a beanie. I don't think you'll need your beanie if it's weather like this But maybe for the training for future races Loads of other goodies as well All you had to do was guess who is scoring this goal 
Now we speeded it up a bit because it is a, a running competition So the commentary there courtesy of Sky Sports Jay and Bishopton's first up Jay, who do you think it is? Hi there guys um, I'm going to take an educated guess Considering it was a Rangers player tonight Is it Larson? It is Henrik Larson You're giving us too much credit that we plan it all out that way But well done, it was Henrik Larson So well done to you Jay You're the winner of the free entry to the men's 10k Do you fancy it or do you pass it on to someone else? No, I'll give it a go. I've good. done it before. It's a really good route. Good it's man. Good, good man. You've got your jacket, your beanie, and your goodies as well. So stay on the line and we will give you the details. Thank you very much, Jay. Cheers. Good man. For full sign up details, see Clyde1.com. We're asking the guys on the teaser tonight. By the way, we'll do that again tomorrow. So if you're phoning for that, hang up and phone us tomorrow night. Uh, 12 years ago, Scott Brown signed for Celtic today. Uh, can you name the starting lineup in his debut? Um, 2007 August Mark Wilson Stephen McManus Lee Naylor Aidan McGeady Any more? I'm going for Stephen Presley No Go for the other one Darna Day No Mark Brown in goals Great shout Well done Yes Okay uh, Magic Zerarski up front You've got the bit between your teeth now on it Yep 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 Um, Who would depart there? Venny Hoover of Hesley He's flying Yes, oh, yes. We should be played in the team. Oh, that's true. Uh, Mark, do you want to reveal to the listeners who Gordon DL guessed during the break? I wish this one had been on air. <laughs> you said you said Duff. When did Duff play? I said Duff. Who's Duff? <laughs> do you mean Duff? When did he play? No, never man. played for Celtic. <laughs> Damien Duff Damien Duff never played for Celtic. That's I did, uh, listeners. That's what I'm dealing with. My you team. know what I didn't mean, Duff. Uh, Duff. When did Duff play? It's Duff. Evander Snow. Oh, no, no, he's not. All right, oh. we'll leave it there. Uh, for, thanks to everyone who's pointing out it was indeed Cedric Kipri. I really should have remembered that. That's when you got your money back on the, the old shirt. Um, so, yeah, thanks for everyone pointing that one out. Alex and Parkhead. Hi, Alex. Hi, lads. How are we doing? Good, thanks. I listened to the show tonight for, forever. Uh, I listened to Will any the day pointing out everything, you know. It's quite clear. I think he's a wee bit upset how, how you know, maybe a certain section of the Celtic fans maybe feel towards him. The next two years for Celtic could be really, really special. I mean, like it could be momentous. We'll, we'll never, ever, ever see this again. And I think that Will Lenny is a different manager from when he was here the last time. No, he came into he came into the season, but February, whatever. And he came into an aging team. He came into a team with a lot of lone players. Now, the, the only one critical thing I've got against Brendan was the kind of a state that he left the club in. Now, can he fault he won every trophy that he gave to him? But if I've been brutally honest, you know, Will Lenny walked in and, and I think it was a wee bit of a shambles. So he's, he's carried his head of the line. He's not the same wee guy that was on the touchline before, like, you know, in everybody's face. He's obviously calmed down a bit. So I personally feel now that he should be, he should be, just, he should be getting a job just as much as a Jose Marino or a Rafa Benitez. So I think that he should be getting a job. I think that Dermot Desmond, if he backs him, hmm. Uh, and Rangers fans have been on saying that Stephen Gerrard this and then they seem to know a hell of a lot of facts about Celtic but if Celtic do what they've been doing there the last eight years now one thing that you can't buy and that's mentality 
and Celtic's got that winning mentality. Right through the spine of their team, I were going to lose maybe about six players. We maybe need to replace that six players, but see the core. The core is going to be there. Let me ask. Let me put this point to you, Mark Wilson. And sometimes I'll just hold my hands up straight away. That this this could be absolutely nothing. It can be nothing, and he might just want to sort of protect himself. Um, Neil Lennon was asked, I think, twice straight up in the press conference today. If he wants the job If he actually wants it And he didn't quite say yes it was, Listen That's not me saying he doesn't want it But for whatever reason He's not willing to Or today certainly wasn't willing to be that upfront And say yeah. yeah of course I do I think In any walk of life Have you come out and say That you desperately want something and So then that's just a self-preservation later, thing Rather than any suggestion listen, that he's I, Yeah I don't think there's Well in my opinion I don't think Neil would would willingly just walk away from Celtic I think if he was offered the job I think he would take it right away But I think he looks a bit silly If he comes out and says Yeah of course I want the job I'm desperate for the job And two weeks down the line Celtic come out and name someone else And it doesn't look great in Neil um, I mean Alex point there Brendan Rodgers I get what you mean about the lone players But he didn't particularly leave Celtic in a state You know what was it, eight points ahead and Mark, one cut in the just, bag? I was going to pick that up. Mark, uh, Alex says a shambles. They're in the quarter final of the Scottish Cup. They won the League Cup. They're eight points in front and he's left them with the best and strongest squad in Scottish football. That's not a shambles. That's a good position to be in. Yeah, is shambles a bit strong, Alec? Now, I think that what you're picking it completely up, Rang. If you try to tell me, Brendan came in, right? He's still playing with the same team, more or less. That he took Hervey Now a lot of his signings Haven't really worked to it And If you're trying to tell me That He couldn't have left his squad And I bet I'm not talking about The trophies that we've won And everything else If we weren't that much A shambles Gordon Or Mark mm. Why are we then having to replace About six players At the end of the season So are you sticking by that Alec Although Celtic were winning the league They had already won the league cup And they were in the, the semis Or the quarters sorry Of the Scottish Cup that that was a shambolic situation for Neil Lennon to walk into. I think a, a million percent because a good a good proper team. Look at Alex Ferguson. Albeit when he left, it was hanging. But every season, Man United, they maybe only needed to top up with one or two players. The next Celtic manager that comes in is going to need to sign at least at least six players, and we're going to need to hope again that they have been running. If you're buying quality, it reduces your chance. It may be not working out But I, I stand by a million percent That the squad Could have been left In a lot better situation He was trying to sign players though Alec in the summer but and, and surely, and though, Mark, get surely, over the surely there's a gap Between shambolic And room for improvement yeah. Surely there's somewhere In the middle at least Yeah Alison It's not shambolic In my opinion It's not shambolic But I, I feel Brendan Rodgers Was trying to sign players In the summer he, There was a big Case made about How he wasn't backed Probably forced into getting one or two loan signings that that made Celtic really hit the ground running, come back from Dubai in January. Now that was a probably a short sighted, quick fix, and it worked. It did work. So I wouldn't say it's shambolic, but if Brendan Rodgers stayed, it would have been an equally as big summer for him as it will be Neil Lennon or a Rafa Benitez or whoever comes in. Celtic have a massive uh, job to do in the summer, where five or six players will need turned around. And they need to buy quality So um, It'll be a tough tough job For whoever it is And Brendan Rodgers knew that As well in January If it was going to be him He would have A long summer Trying to recruit 
and recruit quality to, to try and get this ninth title over the line OK, thank you to Alec on the line We're also on Twitter, remember At Clyde SSB uh, We're doing various things at once We're asking for your answers to the full-time teaser We, we just had a good competition there About the you know, name that scorer From a speeded up commentary Hammer Time's back on from earlier It says, I remember that goal From the men's 10k competition Me and my mates went to play An old firm fans Maybe a game I went into some bushes to be sick And fell asleep <laughs> nice, nice day. Match preparation. Yeah. <laughs> Taking it seriously, yeah, the pros. Yeah, brilliant. Great effort. Uh, just before we let you go, looking ahead to the weekend, it's Thursday night after all. Um, what a fantastic weekend we've got coming up, Gordon. I think we've got a massive weekend, uh, especially for two teams down the bottom of the league, St Mirren fans and Hamilton fans. And I'm sure at each ground, the old trannies, as they say, will be on listening to the scores. Right. We'll get the reactions. And who will finish in the playoff positions? Um, so a lot to play, a lot of uh, lot of nervous players as well, Gordon. Because you're looking at if you do get out playoff and you don't win the game and you you drop down a division, you may be on contracts where your salary drops, and you know you have to leave the club because of financial problems. So it is really a nervous time for players, management, and supporters. As mm. that, I, I mean, I've been there. I've been down uh, that neck of the woods. It is not nice. The pressure is on you. I've said numerous times in the show. It's not just the players. It's the jobs of uh, people employed around the clubs. Cutbacks are huge when you drop a division. If you're playing at a club like St Mirren or Hamilton, who are surviving week in week out, and you drop that division. Mm. Many people lose their jobs And that's not even the playing staff I'm talking about Right let's finish the teaser 12 years ago today Scott Brown signed for Celtic Can you name the starting lineup In his debut Against Killy Back in August 2007 Chris Doherty Thank you for the question We've got Mark Brown Mark Wilson Stephen McManus Lee Naylor Aidan McGeady Venegar of Hesselink Magic Zaravsky Sean Maloney No I'm stuck now Centre half Stan Varga No Okay, thank you. Adam Virgil? No. no. Give us a clue. Okay, thank you. Any other centre halves? He's on the coaching staff. At Kennedy. The oh, John Blair. John Kennedy, yes. John, okay. Right, into midfield. So we're missing one. No, two. You're missing loads. Two in no. midfield. Well, we've got Scott Brown. Must have played. Did he start, though? Yes. You sure? Yes. Ah, he did. Well done. Yes. I was just waiting for you <laughs> to on the very last answer for the Scott, <laughs> Scott Brown, Brown question. <laughs> Scott Brown. So it wasn't uh, Gravison, no. Nope. Your old pal. Oh, come, come on, give answers. Two to go, two midfielders. Two midfielders? 2007. Yarasik. No. Oh, oh, Gordon, you done me there. I've got Duffy in the team. Damien Duffy. What's worse, I think he just called him Duffy. Duffy. Damien Duffy. <laughs> right, this is bad. I can't get these two midfielders. Give us a clue. Where did they, they play in, still play in Scotland after that? Oh, uh, yeah, one, they've both played for other Scottish teams Paul Hartley? Yes Well done oh. Right, okay Right midfield, we're looking for right midfield mm, I mean, I must admit, I, I don't have him down as like a winger or anything like that Midfield player? Centre midfield player? Maybe he did but I, he's certainly not out Who did you give Barry the ball Robson. to? No No, that was the opposition Did I give the ball to? Oh, no can I think a clue Give us a clue Pressure that music's doing my nothing He, uh, went, he fin- Most recently In our top flight Played with Hamilton Ackies oh, Massimo Donati Massimo ah, Donati easy, easy Thank you to Mark Wilson and Gordon Deal. Big thanks for all your calls and tweets Great fun uh, Hearing some of your memories uh, We're back tomorrow with Hugh and DJ And Callum is up next So stay where you are
Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors. Great results for Scottish accident and injury victims for 40 years.